Hello, everybody. Welcome to GG Gaming Generations. My name is Will. My name is Curtis. And we're going to be talking today about something a little bit different. We're going to do our top three uh, 2D side-scrolling platformer games, our favorites. And this was a hard one for me because I could have done a top 10, but you would have all said, wow, you're really stuck in the Nintendo era. But if you ask me, Nintendo made probably some of the best side-scrolling platformers of all time. So obviously that may be where I'm going to go. How about you, Curtis? What do you think about this? So for me, uh, I actually don't like 2D side-scrolling platform games. It's actually my least favorite genre. So they're going to be my favorites in this genre, but you know, it's not a genre that I actively try to tell people, hey, you got to play this game because they just they don't appeal as much to me. And see, I have the complete opposite. This is one of my favorite type of genres. I started with playing, well, I started with playing a lot different than this, but this is where I, I really enjoyed gaming. You know, the early eras of Nintendo obviously put out so much. And then obviously the, the TurboGrafx-16 and moving forward, um, we all know that, it, that you know, Sega put out a ton of amazing side scrollers as well. And then it goes into the, the PlayStation where I think that it starts falling off and then they start getting into some really weird 3d situations that I wouldn't put in this genre once you start hitting the PlayStation era. But I wonder, these are if, that's why, I wonder if that's why I have a problem with uh, the 2d side scrollers because I actually started with Sega and you know, there are so many on that platform that oh, I'm yeah. wondering if it was, it, it was a burnout thing. Not not necessarily I don't like or enjoy them because some of them are extremely fun, but maybe just because that was the biggest genre I was exposed to in the beginning. It was just, it was that time period. You know, I mean, gaming was quite limited at the time and you either did an adventure role-playing turn-based game or you did a side-scroller, so... You know, I mean, there, there's a lot. I mean, then that, that gets into my actual true, probably my, my first favorite genre, which is going to be your your shooters. And I don't mean Call of Duty shooters. I mean, like our type style shooters. Um, but, you know, this would be my top, probably second genre right up there next to, to that. So these are the type of games I love to play. So... There's a million of them. I could go for days on this, but I'll start with my number three. And, and again, I, I rounded this up to probably every one of these have has a, a, a series to it. So obviously, you know, I'm going to have my favorites in the series. Not everything's gold, but um, I started with Mega Man. Mega Man has so many memories for me. Um, it was really cool being able to, you know, upgrade your your abilities every time you fought a boss but going through each level you know it was the challenge of trying to figure out a way to get your energy tanks or get into the next platform to to proceed through and it was always a struggle it was always hard um it's a difficult game especially when you start with one through six um two and three are probably my favorites going into 10 then you start getting into some of that newer age stuff but 
Um, yeah, definitely. Mega Man is is number three on my list for for this genre. Okay, so I I didn't play a lot of Mega Man. Um, I did see it. Um, so did you only play as Mega Man? Because I I feel like it it looked like you could play as multiple characters a lot of times. Well, I mean, theoretically, I mean, you you wore Mega Man, but you got the ability from each boss when you first, you know, the the original games. Now, yeah, there are later on through through the series, you are able to play other characters. Um, but as far as the the main character, it's it's going to be Mega Man. But you get those abilities, and you're able to upgrade, which kind of changes your your outlook and how how you play the game. So. Honestly, the first game you play eight different people. If you ask me. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> is there a specific uh, like weapon type or like upgrade that you got that you were just like, oh, that's really cool? No, no, no. I mean, all of them. I mean, the the one that comes to me constantly is the saw blade. Um, <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's that's obviously going to be an iconic weapon in the Mega Man series, but. Um, no, because you, you use it to get to the next level. Once you beat that boss, you utilize their weapons and, and move on. It's a struggle when you first start playing. You didn't have the internet, and you could be like, okay, I could play this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, and then boom, I'm done with the first four bosses. Um, back then, it was a lot of street talk and, you know, at the schoolyard, like, okay, so I went to this one first, and then I was able to beat the other guy easily. So, you know, it, it's pretty much you get the weapon, you you go through that level because that weapon's going to overpower you in that level. If you don't have that weapon, it's going to be a struggle. Can you do it? Sure. I mean, you could just use standard Mega Man through the whole game. I'm pretty sure. I've never been able to do it, but um, nor have I ever have I ever had the want to do that. That would be a pain. But it's funny. Like when you say Sawblade, the first thing that pops into my mind is. <laughs> Ash from the Evil Dead sitting there standing with like the the chainsaw attached to where his hand used to be. Yeah, a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a fun game. It really is. And if you've never had the opportunity to play Mega Man, which I couldn't imagine very many of our listeners not playing that game, but uh, there's there's it's still out there to this day. I mean, you can still get it on the newer consoles and uh, get into the the newer Mega Man. They've really cleaned it up and put a new paint job. They did come out with a couple of Mega Man's recently that are going to be more of that 8-bit fill, but you know, you have your it's still a side a side adventure scroller type type game, so it's it's really fun. Or platformer, sorry. So, I'm going to cross you with my third and I think that this has to be one of the most unique platforms that has ever hit any system. And I think it's probably almost hit every system that's ever existed, except maybe the Atari and the Famicom. <laughs> Earthworm Jim. Oh, love it. Playing as a, as a superhero in a space suit that's really just an earthworm and you can use that as like a whip to try to like get you to other places. Like I don't know who thought of the idea of earthworm gym and what they were smoking when they did it, but <laughs> I absolutely enjoyed playing through it. And I, I enjoyed all the other concepts that came from earthworm gym. I want to say that this is now going to be 
a game that's going to be re-released on the Amico. Not that I would ever encourage that system, but um, yeah, it's it's a blast. I love playing it on my Super Nintendo. Um, it's one that I can still pull out to this day, and, it, and it's 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 definitely a a fun, and it has a lot of toot to it. You know, <laughs> it, it definitely keeps you in the mood. <laughs> uh, I love him. Yeah. Is it is it something that that you feel that you could play still to this day? I mean, is it has it so, aged well for you? Um, I haven't played it recently, but um, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Will and I have a little side competition going on right now <laughs> that we're trying to build a gaming collection, um, just starting out with a small amount of money. And one of my goals is actually to try to pick up Earthworm Jim uh for the sake nice no it's very it's very uh you'll you'll be able to to complete that that's going to be that's going to be something that's that's attainable and it'll be a blast if you ever want to play a a real version of it though you could always play it on my super nintendo bro oh the sega made one for super nintendo (laughs) earthworm jim is yes on the sega love that game it's fun it's fun i love the toot in it and just the way that that you run around and you know everything is is really it's costly you know everything you touch pretty much is gonna is gonna cost you and it's gonna gonna harm you so you really have to get through there you know finish your tasks and get get to the next tier or the next level um without getting touched if not it could be a pain yeah, and I really I, I enjoyed uh, the the bright colors and, and the mm-hmm. uh, unique shapes that they used for a lot of the background pieces. Um, I you know playing Sonic for so long, you know seeing something like that was so much different and, and had a different feel to it. it. It was really nice. Yeah, and and don't forget you can get weapons and and smack things with your head. Yeah, <laughs> pretend you're Indiana Earthworm Jim. Yeah, so it, it's great, and 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 like I said, the the toot in that game is just n- nothing comes close to it, especially at that time. There's a lot to it, and and it was fun, especially at when I played it at a young age. Well, so where are you going with number two? Yeah, and this is going to be one that not a lot of people probably going to know about. Um, it's, it's a little bit different, and it did come out on multiple platforms later on. It was going to be the, the poster child for a specific system that, that didn't play well in the United States. Um, it came out in 1990 on the TurboGrafx-16, and it's called Bonks. Bonks Adventure is, is a game that is near and dear to my heart. Um, the first two I definitely absolutely adored on my TurboGrafx. I never got three. I wish I had three. Trust me. The, 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 the game is, is, is fun with what I've seen. I've never had the opportunity to play it, but I have played it also on the Nintendo, which didn't fare real well at all. But um, it, it truly is what I would say would be the poster child of the, the Turbo Graphics. And, you know, I don't consider Zonk or Super Zonk part of this series. It's, it's a little bit different. It is the same world, but... Bonk's Adventure, you want to talk about a, a, 
a game that that gives you elements you're you're a caveman pretty much going through and you just pretty much bonk everything you land on everything with your head you eat meat it changes your abilities um it's limited in the very first two um three it starts getting into some serious stuff but it's a fun adventure that you go through. And like I said, I mean, I, I played that game always trying to, to make it to the next level. They have huge bosses. The bosses are just overdone. Lots of colors, especially on the TurboGrafx version of this. Um, it did come out all the way up through, um, I want to say, I want to say the GameCube. Um, I never did play it on the GameCube. I would love to, to start build, building this collection back up again for myself. But um, it's, it's a blast. And it is something definitely that a very, very small group of people got to play at the time. It's a little bit more known now, um, but it started out as an equal to Mario and Sonic to the, the Sega and Nintendo for the graphics. So Bonk's Adventure, that's definitely, definitely on, on my top three list. You know, I, I, couldn't remember the game when you were saying it, but when you said caveman um, running around, like something kind of clicked with me. Um, did you did you actually get a club with him too? No. Well, he carried around. He pretty much you're, you're a big headed, what looks like a little kid, and you eat meat, and it and it changes changes your ability, kind of like getting an upgrade in Mario. Um, okay. And you go through and there's plants that you could jump on that spring you up higher. You pretty much bonk all the environment, which means that you jump up in the air and you land on it with your head. Um, yeah. yeah, no, you, you got a big caveman head and you go from level to level to beat the boss. And I want to say, I'm trying to think back, um, you end up going to, well, I don't want to spoil the game, but you're going after to try to get your chick. So a typical you know, 1990s game. It's, it's the girl's been captured type thing. If, if I'm remembering right, but hopefully she's not as bad as, uh, you know, the princess getting, getting caught <laughs> up at every single turn. The, like, how do you kidnap that many times? Yeah, no, this princess is not in this castle is not the factor in this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I mean, it, it's pretty neat. It, it's, it's a fun game. Um, you know, Bonk one and two, they're 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 an older game. You know, it's not for everybody, but the Turbo Graphics really puts it out there. It has a lot of colors, and it and it literally is is your platformer game for that system. Um, the 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 best part is, like I said, the bosses. There there's nothing like fighting these bosses. I mean, there's they're dinosaurs that that come out and they're big. They take up your screen. And playing back in the days on on my 14 inch TV, you know, I mean, it was the whole screen. So it was, it was a blast and definitely one that I'll never forget. And like I said, hopefully those, those have gone the way of the Dodo bird for me um, through, through unfortunate situation, but you know, it's one that I would definitely love to get back into my collection. All right. Well, yep. let's see my number two. Um, this this is a hard one. This is where it, it kind of gets uh, into the toss-up mode, but I'm oh. going to go uh, with uh, Monster Boy. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. And, 
And you know what's funny is, is I didn't play any of the originals. Uh, I didn't start playing until it was re-released from uh, Xbox. I don't know if it went anywhere else. I just care about my Xbox. And my <laughs> wife saw it, and she used to play that as a kid, and she wanted to get it. And when we got it, we found out that it's the, it's the original game. It's completely yeah. the original game. But with a push of a button, you can update the, the graphics and the music and everything like that. And to be able to go back and, and see what somebody can do, like keeping the exact integrity of the game and updating it um, visually was just um, visually and aud- audibly because the music changed, too. Um, was amazing. Um, I, I actually found myself switching back and forth between it constantly, and it felt like a different game, but I knew where I was at it, in the game period. So I wasn't getting lost. It didn't you know, confuse me. It didn't lose my interest. It actually piqued my interest because of the more and more that I could grab onto. Oh, dude. And this is, a, this is an ability that I wish they would use more in, in these retro games coming back. Um, I find myself, my, my favorite, and yes, Curtis, it has come out on multiple platforms. It's not just on your precious Xbox. I, I happen to have a couple of them on my PlayStation. It does have the power to push it. Um, <laughs> but my favorite is actually Dragon's Trap. Um, and it, again, it's a Wonder Boy series. And it's, th- this, is a, this is one that's on, on my top 10. I love the this series. It's been out for a long time. Um, yeah, it's it's a Sega game, man. This is one of one of your uh, wheelhouse games. So, so yeah, you know, in that game, it's uh, it's like your your other one where you're you're getting the getting the power ups that give you the abilities <laughs> to get to the the next level. But the power ups come in the shape of buying new weapons or. Um, being able to transform into uh, a different thing, or well, I guess creature, animal, a creature hybrid. Yeah. Which one was your favorite? Oh man, um, probably the. I don't. I, I I'm I'm ke- more keen to the lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's just a powerhouse, but again, you know, I mean, you need. I mean, it's like it's like transforming into the rat. You're not going to go around as a mouse and fight a boss. You know, I mean, it's just not it's it's not going to happen. You're going to get squashed. So, I mean, it's it's more like what you had to do with Mega Man. You needed to use the power to get through the next level. Yep. And they they did a real good job on on uh you know allowing you to progress based on what character you were able to unlock. That whole series is just great. It's a good. It's a good series. I, I think I preferred the lion. I liked running yeah. on the water. That, mm-hmm. that was fun for me. Yeah, no, I mean, they all have their benefits. You know, I mean, it's just like, well, I mean, I could move into to the next one, um, but it goes Let's right. Do it. It, yeah, I mean, it goes to my number one. And what Nintendo fanboy wouldn't go here for number one as far as their platforming game of all time, um, but it's Mario. Um, you know, same thing, especially Mario 3. I mean, did you need to use the the upgraded abilities to get to that level? No, but does it make it a heck of a lot easier to use a P-Wing to get through the, the a level? Absolutely. You know, so again, Mario um, is something that is near and dear to my heart. Um, 
there's not a bad Mario out there for me. I, I even like Mario 2, believe it or not. You know, Wart is one of my one of my guys. Was it meant to be that way? Probably not. We all know the story about why that came to America, but you know, I mean, it, it fits in the time period. It fits to my, my childhood. And, you know, Mario 1 through 3 will always be the first introductions to those for me. And then uh, my favorite is probably going to be Super Mario World. And then going next is way far, but going out to Mario Odyssey. I mean, it's just, it's never let me down. You know, I've always enjoyed playing a Mario game. And yes, Mario 64 is a bear, but at the time I enjoyed it. Could I play it today? Absolutely not. Have I tried? Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, it's just not a game that you want to play. Even with the, the, the remake on the Switch, it's a horrible game today's standards. When you look at the visuals, that's something that just needs to be torn down and, and rebuilt. Um, at the time, it was it was mind blowing, and I loved the game, but I just can't can't do it today. You know, it goes back to some of the other games that we've talked about in the past. So, yeah, Mario is my number one man, and he will always be my number one. How about you? Or what do you think about Mario? Why don't you tell me that? Let's get a little bit deeper into it. I knew Bonk was going to be something that you've probably never played. It's something that I'd like to introduce you to. Um, but Mario, everybody's played Mario. Come on. What do you think? So I I remember playing Mario as a kid when I would go to my, my cousin's house in New Mexico. And I really, I really enjoyed playing uh, Mario 1. But I don't think I really, really, like, got a love for Mario until Mario 3. Yeah. I really liked the, the ability to... You know that there's so much to do outside the uh, um outside of the level, mm-hmm. so you could go get uh, the mushroom and try to get everything to line up, or you got the match game, so you're trying to mm-hmm. get the matches. I I thought that, that was a a neat interactive concept, and I think that that really drew me in more than anything. And and I I could agree. I find myself playing the first two Mario's after. Because we all know that I was playing Zelda um, when I first got my Nintendo way before I was playing anything else. Um, even though it did come with Mario and Dunk Hunt, um, you know, I kind of just, that was just a game on the side, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mario 3 was the first time that I kind of transitioned over to, to get into, you know, really feeling, eh, that's not 100% true because Metroid, but you get what I'm saying. You know, it was the first pull for a Mario game, I guess. Um, and then obviously going back, I mean, I could still play Mario one through three with my eyes closed and just go through it. Like it's nothing. I mean, it's just, it's just a game that's in my blood. I well, take it. yeah. How about you, man? What's your number one? So I, I'm not sure if my number one's going to be controversial or not with you. <laughs> um i'm gonna call this game out specifically not the series okay so um uh, a really good friend of mine he suggested this game to me not too long ago um and, and he really pushed me to play it because i had not liked anything i had seen from this series but he wanted me to play this specific one and it's uh castlevania symphony of the night 
<laughs> yes, no metrovania. So, so you know, it, it's it's so many different things. Like it it, it's a platform. It's an RPG. It, it's um, it's just everything. It's an adventure game. It, it ticks all the boxes for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's funny is, is I I've I went back and I played uh, Rondo of Blood, which you mm-hmm. you generously let me play, which I mm-hmm. greatly appreciate. Um, and when, while I liked it, it was nowhere near as fun as Symphony Night. Yeah, and no. I went forward and I tried to play some of the free ones that I've gotten from Xbox, and they're they're more three D, and I really wasn't liking that either. I was, <laughs> and it's funny because. That game, the Symphony of the Night game, is really old, but I'm comparing it to New Age games in the same yeah. series and going, no, you can do better. Yeah, it, it is a remarkable piece of work. Um, it is, it is my, one of my favorite um, Castlevania games of all time is Symphony of the Night. I love that game. I've played it so many times over the years. I still want you to play my favorite Castlevania, which is Super Castlevania 4. Um, we will get to that one day. But um, Symphony Night is just a work of art. And it's a totally different thing. Like I said, it's, it's the transition. It's, it's a Metrovania. It's, it is just unique. And that's what started that genre. You know, we've never seen anything at that point. And Rondo of Blood started that. You know, I mean, it, it's not the same. And you know now that you've been able to check that box off of your list. But it's definitely a beautiful piece of work also. And, um, and because it's really the, the one of the first games in the Metrovania uh, mm-hmm. cycle that really started that genre, I think that's why I can still call it a platform. Because it, it, it was made similarly to a platform of the time. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. And... and that one, I, I'll, I'll, I mean, Castlevania is built off a platform style game. You know, one through three is definitely a, a platform style game. It's not your typical speed run game. It's a slower paced game. It's more of a tactical game. But, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of games that, that are a lot more forgiving. Um, but no, I mean that's it. It has a place on every list. To be honest with you, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue that one. And I'm super happy that you've gotten to play both of those games now, and finish them. And, by the way, people. Yeah, I and let's let's give me credit where credit is due. I didn't just finish Castlevania Symphony Night. I finished it. Accidentally <laughs> beat the wrong boss. <laughs> then went back and completed the entire, you know, over 200% exploring the map that's awesome. and killing the right boss. So, that's, you know, that's awesome. I got a little bit of everything from that one. No, it's a good game. And it, like I said, it, it belongs on every list. Um, I love it. I love it. So do you want to hear what should have made the list? Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to honorable mentions. Like I said, yes. I, you know, not a big platform player, uh, not a big platform player. So, you know, this this is interesting to me because you've already got me to play one platformer that I never would have played otherwise. Yeah, no, and there is another one 
that is dear to my heart and it's going to be Ninja Gaiden. That definitely is on my list. Ghost and Goblin series is definitely in my list. Those two games probably fill up a huge portion of my, my childhood. Adventure Island, one through three, amazing. And this is one that people are going to look at me crazy, but it's definitely in my top 10. And it's, a, it's one that not a lot of people know about. It's a very cheap game, Karnoff. Weird, but it's a great game. You know, I, you've told me about this one, and you've actually got me hyped for this one. I, I want to play it. Um, I'm hoping it's one of the ones that Nintendo goes, yeah, you can play on our online system. But being a Russian fighting dinosaurs just sounds really cool. It's a super cool game. And Karnoff is made by Data East, so it probably will never hit this store. But... Um, it's it's definitely one that you'll you'll end up playing. Don't worry. Um, Ghosts and Goblins. They did just release a remake. It's totally different. It's digital only. It hurts my heart. I want a cart to this game. I'm hoping that Limited Run or somebody will make a cart to this game. But um, it's a tad bit different. If you want to get a fill of of Ghosts and Goblins um, or Ghouls and Ghosts or you know. On yours, it'd be Ghost, or uh, what is it? Yeah, Ghouls and Ghost on the on the Sega. Um, it, it's just that is just a fun platforming. Let's go to the next level, beat the boss. Go to the next level, beat the boss. You know, it's it's that time period, and and it's a remarkable game. I love that game. That series in general. Oh, how about you? I know you got a couple that you may want to talk about. Um, you know, going through, uh, I think that the, the only ones that really deserve an honorable mention that haven't been mentioned so far, uh, one of them is Altered Beast. Yes. Um, that was a really unique game of the time. Um, I loved the werewolf in that game and being able to switch to different animals to beat different things. Uh, well, not really switch, but get the different powers to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one is Sonic. Um, it, you know, Sonic gets got repetitive for me really in the early days. Uh, I was actually, I, I would play Sonic 2 with myself. Like, mm-hmm. I, I just had so much fun with Sonic at the time. But I think we would be remiss not to put it in there because it really was the face of Sega. Like, yeah. you... You even have movies for it now that have come out in the 2000s, unlike Mario, that are, you know, live action. Well, we and, can and they why they shouldn't be doing that with both of those genres, but... Yeah, they, they definitely should not be doing that. But the <laughs> fact that they're still able to put out a product like that using um, stuff from, you know, Sega's really Hearthstone, mm-hmm. I, I think that it, it deserves a place in platform history. And it does. And, and that goes back to where Bonk's supposed to be on, on my turbo graphics. You know, it, it was, it was definitely the poster child for the turbo graphics until it started going to other consoles. Um, you know, it, once it leaked over and started going to the Game Boy and Nintendo, it was really downhill from there and it never recovered the Super Famicom version, which would be the equivalent of, of Bonk's four 
is probably the best version, but again, you know, it, it's on the Super Famicom. Um, but Sonic, going back to yours, Sonic has disappointed me all the way past the Genesis. You know, once, it, once the Genesis stopped making Sonic games and it went to the next generation, it's gone downhill all the way up till Sonic Mania Plus. Finally, and, it, and it's recent, but Sonic Mania really revitalized the, the franchise for me. And I, I love my Sonic, don't get me wrong, but I'm more of a Sonic 1 through 3 type I, of guy. It, you know, a, a way to think about that too, though, is uh, Sonic originally was being built as the face of Sega, just uh-huh. like Mario is built as the face of Nintendo. And... <laughs> You know, those games go under a lot of scrutiny, you know, making sure that everything is exactly perfect. You're going to have everything right the first time. So there was a lot of love and care that went into them when they were the face of a system. Yes. Now, Sonic hasn't been the face of a system for a really long time. I, I don't think that the love was as there as it was in the past. Right. Well, and, and, and it went to, well, I don't know the, the, the truth of this. I want to say that it did. I think that it got produced. A lot of the games later on got produced by other entities are influenced. Um, and then going to new consoles, it, it just kind of diluted the series and it made it go into a different direction. I mean, I remember how excited I was getting Sonic for my, uh, my uh, Xbox 360 and putting that get, get game in there. And it was a travesty. I mean, that game was just absolutely horrible and so on and so forth. But like I said, they're, they're coming back. I think, I think Sega is, is jumping back on and, you know, putting their two cents in and getting what needs to happen. And, and like I said, the, the new, the new ones that have come out really do homage to, to the old school son. Now, I did want to say something about Ultra Beast. Ultra Beast for me, and I've had it on multiple systems, multiple Sony systems, or uh, Sega systems, it never could ever reach what it was in the arcade. And that was the problem. And that, that's, you know, and, and a, lot, a lot of people could say that about, you know, Ghost and Goblins um, and a lot of other games, in fact. I mean, there's tons of games that have transitioned over, but that one just really it really it really got me in the in the heart um but yeah just like strider and and the others i just never gave them time because i was an arcade and i I think that's fair because when you're when you're putting in quarters into a machine to to play you know it's just like the the same as spending money um if you're spending physical money on something you're gonna care more about it than if you like hand them a card or you don't have to put in money into it every five seconds. So, you know, I feel like in an arcade, people tried harder and, and yeah. they played harder. And, and, you know, I missed that. That might be a good topic for another day. Yeah, we could definitely talk about arcades and how, how much it's missed. Um, because I know there's still a, need, a niche out there and, and there's still arcades, believe it or not. Um, they're far and few between and you got to go to those niched areas. But, um, well, and, and now you have the one-up arcades that you can actually have at your house now, which are cool. But anyways. I, I don't I don't know Go if ahead. you know about it, but actually in our town, 
there is an arcade bar. Yeah. So maybe that's something that we need to go visit together sometime. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely hit it up. And I want to see what games they have anyways. There's definitely a, a need to, to get, get my hands on an arcade system again. Um, it's been a long time. But yeah, no, that was fun. Um, again, you know, Donkey Kong Country. Um, and then you could even look yeah. at... Oh, dude, don't even go there. <laughs> I mean, Kid Icarus. And, and like I said, I, I knew this was going to be... You know, I mean, I'm talking Kid Icarus, Kirby, and Donkey Kong. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a big, big Nintendo guy, but those type of games were really big um, for me growing up with those systems. So. Uh, I'm just going to throw, since you threw in a whole bunch of other names, let's let's also throw down Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl, absolutely. Um, gosh, you know, I mean, there's there's so many um yeah so jam earl Earthworm. that's another one that had so much just the 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 two the 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 way that those two reacted towards each other and again you know it was another hostile environment and that one you could fall off the planet so <laughs> that was a crazy game what uh, so said. before we go any further i just want to say uh Check out our Twitter. Check out our Instagram. Um, we are coming to different <laughs> audio platforms near you. And if you want to reach out to us, uh, Anchor actually has a neat app where you can go in there and leave us a voice message where we can actually listen to you and possibly even uh, feature you on an episode if you're interested in leaving us some type of message. Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody. GG. GG forever. Good night.